Ladies and gentlemen, brothers and sisters, you are locked in with anthropophagy as usual as we mine and mine culture. Louis Newton, Lou Money, and Val Fury hitting you back to back this week. So keep it locked. Yeah, I'm going back to back. Man, Tommy Lark can get it. Hell, uh, that should have shriveled up. She didn't even let you. If she did let you, she definitely crying rape after <laughs> uh, Who's that trial? I don't even know who that really is. Alright, Kelly couldn't be decades. Yeah, so you're back with Anthropophagy, where we mind and mind the culture. Today we're talking about uh, this bad press equals success. You know, we got my man, uh, Bell Furious in Detroit. Say what up to the people. What's up, man? It's Bell Furious, a.k.a. Veggie Man, a.k.a. Bell Furious, a.k.a. Bell Furious, a.k.a. Bell Furious, man. And we got, uh, also in Detroit, uh, we got my man, Louie Newton. Yeah, you already know. It's that east side dude, Lou. The pod father, I pulled out the pod when we was out of options, the RZA of the podcast, people's champ, bro, this same, same nigga all the time. <laughs> yeah, it's very good. So yeah, today we're going to get into this whole, this whole idea, outrage marketing, this whole thing of, uh, is all publicity, good publicity, or as we calling it, it's bad press equals success. You know, we're going to start off with my man, YNW Melly. Nigga had murder on his mind. <laughs> yeah, a lot of people might not be familiar with uh, Young Melly because he, he, he was an up-and-coming rapper from Florida. And I had never heard of him until this latest incident. Um, but what, what happened was... He started blowing up a little bit in uh, in some town in Florida. Then he got kind of statewide. Then he was just starting to make a little bit of noise. And he's had a lot of trouble with the law, been in and out of jail, all that. But uh, he, he was starting to change his life. And right when he, it seems like he was getting his big break, he was moving to Atlanta. He was working with artists like Young Thug and T Grizzly. Shout out to T Grizzly. His two best friends were murdered in a drive-by shooting. And, like, that came three or four days right after he made the documentary about how he was trying to leave all that behind and, and focus more on the music. And that was in, I believe, October of last year. And then turn around a couple months, a few days ago, uh, turns out the police are charging him with the murder of his two friends and saying it was a, a setup like him and his other YNW uh, <laughs> gang mate, rap group mate. Like, I, I don't even think they rap with him, but th those are his peoples. He grew up with them. Like, they was like family. Like, um, YNW Juvie and YNW Sack Chaser were, those were the ones who got murdered. And the, yeah. it was one more guy. He supposedly helped set it up. So... He's locked up, and uh, it's crazy because the song that is his number one song, you go to the title, and you know they put the most popular songs by that artist. It's Murder on My Mind. And if you listen to it in the second verse, matter of fact, I'm going to uh, play that for you right now. I got murder on my mind. 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 I
tape around his body It's a fucking homicide His face is on a t-shirt and his family's traumatized I didn't even need a shoot him He just caught me by surprise I reloaded my pistol, cop it back and shot him twice His body dropped down to the floor and he had teardrops in his eyes He grabbed me by my hands and said he was afraid to die I told him it's too late, my friend, it's time to say goodbye And he died inside my arms, blood all on my shirt Wake up in the morning, I got murder on my mind AK-47s, Mac 11, Glocks and Nines And all these pussy niggas hating, trying to knock me off my grind But I can't let them do it, I got murder on my mind, bitch I got murder on my mind Wait a minute, that's... Isn't that detailing him killing someone that's close to him? That he really cares about. <laughs> that he didn't even want to. He was like, oh, you called me by surprise. <laughs> like, <laughs> that don't look good. Like, if they play that in court, it don't look And I seen somewhere in the interview, he was saying, because this song had came out a long time before that, but he said they played it in court for another case. <laughs> Why would you make that song? And then I, I don't know, man. I, I don't know. Why would you make that song? <laughs> don't don't do that. Don't do that, man. But look, and here's the other shit, man. Like, and you know what though? I was completely ready when I first heard about this to just jump on the train, and you know, I I got sucked up in the mob mentality. I, I'll admit it, cause. I saw a picture of this thing. He looked crazy as shit. He looked like one of them young niggas who would do anything because he off a pill and shit like you. And ain't ain't no telling. Like so, I'm like, he looked like he did that shit. Wait, what? What's his name? Like, what? What you say his name was? Uh, Jamel Demons. Demons? His last name is Demons. <laughs> I'm watching a video with all this symbolism and shit and you know I, i'm sure they're gonna jump right on this shit because it was all the favorite illuminati oh this means that and oh see this signifies the change from up but he legit had that shit like sacrificing chickens and <laughs> the shit was crazy and he he's shooting a, a kid in a video and it turns out he's killing himself and like it, it's definitely some symbolism in that video that I, I didn't really look too deep into, but I understand where the Illuminati people are coming from with this one. Like, a lot of times, they'd be like, oh, yeah, this nigga in the Illuminati. Like, how he gonna be that rich if he ain't suck no dick? <laughs> if you want to make it that far, uh, they gotta fuck you in that. Like, come on, man. No, no they don't. <laughs> but the, and the, that's offensive. But, like, with this shit, like, I'm watching that video. Like, folks, do yourselves a favor. Like, just so you know what we're talking about. Go to YouTube and search murder on my mind and watch watch the actual one with the video because it, it's crazy like you, you would be able to see what they talking about but yeah like i also watched the video you say what Man, he probably didn't direct the video though so, like all the imagery and true probably didn't mm, yeah, he's, a, he's a young artist but then again i don't know man you you as an artist definitely have say in so. what yeah. you want to put yeah, out. Yeah. Like, he ain't on no major label, you know what I'm saying? But, uh, what, what was the other thing I was about to say? Oh, right. I also watched a documentary. Like, somebody sent me a link to the documentary, uh, on it's that's on YouTube too. And I yeah, was feeling for, like, I, I'm, I was, I would have been a fan of his, bro. Like, I, 
Man, his mom what? was fine. His mom, man, like, she looked like she hit the lottery, bro. Like, and I have no basis to say this, but his mom looked like she ain't shit, man. <laughs> she, yeah. she working at Dun- Dunkin' Donuts, had the nigga at 14. She like, it started off, oh, yeah, he wanted to wear one shoe that was mismatching this shoe, and he started dressing all crazy. And like, I, and I was like, yeah, you know, let him express himself. You build. And then he started bringing pistols to school and getting into the gang shit. Now it worked, so I don't know what's going on. But he about to buy me a house. <laughs> like, that's the kind of vibe I was getting, man. I'm like, oh, God. Yeah, I, I don't know if I, I don't know how I feel about that, man. But man, the real the real problem here is that like black people just bad at judging characters, man. And like it's like it's like that gang mentality where uh I can't remember who told that joke. I think it was Dave Chappelle, but it was a joke where he was like, You see a group of black men, right? A gang of black men and there's one white boy with them. <laughs> that white boy is the craziest nigga in the group because exactly. there's no telling what he did exactly. to impress and why am why what a YNM YNW Melly He looks like a weirdo. He looks like a weirdo. To quote my nigga to quote my nigga 21 Savage, I wish I was from the 90s because this 2K shit is full of weirdos. This nigga with all the tattoos on his face from Britain. 21 Savage, he a real street nigga from Atlanta though, man. Anyway, we gonna get that. That nigga voted for Brexit, nigga. <laughs> man, look, man, we ain't gonna get into all that. But the, this Melly nigga, man, he looked like a weirdo. He probably did some crazy shit. And these regular street niggas was like, "Oh shit, this nigga crazy. We gonna let this nigga get down with us." And then the shit ended up backfiring, and nigga ended up killing him. You know what I mean? Which is really a tragedy. You know what I mean? But it really tell you where this nigga mind was at. Like, who kills their friends and then make yeah. a song about it? And then, like, like you said, I never heard of this nigga until this shit happened. Yeah. So like, Bro, the shit made him one, up. Number one single on Apple Music. Number one single right now for real. Yep, <laughs> a nigga that nobody has ever heard of. Never I had heard that song like a, like a month ago. It was pretty catchy. I was like, man, this is a terrible song. Murder on my mind. <laughs> right. And it's like it's actually talking about murder. Like he's detailing talk about having your face on a t-shirt and your family crying and like, damn man, like very melodic about it. Like he sounds like he could be a serial killer. But. I mean, just to um, just so y'all can't hold my young nigga, uh, young nigga Will Melly and shit. I actually listen to <laughs> I actually listened to the album and shit. So the very next song is "Mind on My Murder," where he's what? rapping from the point of view of the nigga who got shot. <laughs> what the fuck? God damn! Oh shit! <laughs> <laughs> my t-shirt soaking with my blood. <laughs> Stop shit, man. I'm what? only ten years old. No, <laughs> <laughs> man. Right, right, an man. artist, man. Like that—that's some uh, visionary shit. <laughs> Miami, where's that shit at, man? Hey, oh, testament to what you were saying about him being a weirdo. He's always been a weirdo, but. That nigga's always been about that pistol play at the same time, man. Like, he got charges from, uh, like, uh, I want to say high school from shooting at some people. Like, he, he did time for that. That's when he came up with the murder on my mind. He was in jail for shooting a nigga. Like, the nigga's a weirdo, but 
that's what's scary about them. But like, look at this. He he looked like he looked like he his last name should be Demons. <laughs> like that nigga has issues, bro. I mean, but that's not new though, man. It, like the, the same little white kids that shoot up schools. You know, what I mean, they weirdos too. So, I mean, but he he that's what I'm saying. He wasn't oh. that, that kind of weird. Like he ain't shoot up no uh, school. I know, but I'm just saying all weirdos are about that pistol hood if they get one. Yeah, yeah facts. Facts. <laughs> no cap, nigga. Every nigga, look, every nigga is a killer. All you got all you, every nigga's a killer if you push him to the limp. Whatever the fuck J. Cole said. Y'all know what I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah. J. Cole fans know what I'm talking about. Nigga, you, you, you cut your dreads. You can't quote J. Cole no more, man. They coming back, man. <laughs> Joe it's gonna, I'm going to have the biggest comeback of 2019, just like my nigga Big Soldier did. <laughs> biggest comeback, bro. Biggest comeback. All right, man. So we, we, we hit the uh, Mally. Then, fuck it. Let's get right to it, because this shit been pissing me off for the past, what, month? We talked about it on the last episode. We, we got to get into it now. That nigga, Jussie Smollett. Jussie? I don't know. Whatever that nigga name is. So, I want to say I... Jamal Lyons. Yeah, Jamal Lyons. Like, I, I want to say I was giving them the benefit of the doubt, but I never was. I was always calling like, yeah, I, I don't know, but I'm not going to say you lying, but regardless of whether, because I've heard a lot of shit on the other side, well, the police ain't got it all 100% right, and he got information that's conflicting. What they say, and they got information that's conflicting. Whatever, throw all that out the window. The, the very first thing he came out and said was, "It was two white motherfuckers. It should they should be caught on cake." I know there was cameras around. There's a camera right there. The camera didn't get it, but they got him walking like, up to it, huh? I don't think he never said they race. He just said that they he didn't identify their race. No, no, he did. He did. He said he, he could see their white skin through the holes in their mask. Well, it was yeah. dark. He said. <laughs> he, <laughs> he said. I, I, I don't know. But they caught the African dudes, and that shit went out the window because he was like, yup, 100%, that's them. When they showed him the tape, he was like, yeah, that, that's the dudes who did it. And they're like, oh, shit, these African dudes. And then you just didn't hear nothing else about them being white. MAGA hat. What happened to the MAGA hat? I didn't say they had on the MAGA hat. I just said he had on the red hat. Okay, yeah, I, I got you, I got you. But the nigga just bought the red hat and he got the receipt and like he got the bleach and he got the fucking the rope and all that shit that you saying. Like he bought that shit with your money though. Like you just gave him a check for thirty five hundred two days ago. The nigga who attacked you, he used that money to buy the shit. Like what? What's really going? Just the fact that they were black when he said they was white. That's enough for me to be like, oh nigga, you full of shit. Even if it was two black dudes who did that shit and you said it was two white dudes, nigga, you get no credibility, you get no sympathy for me because you're trying to make it something other than what it was. And it just go to the fucking moon because what it was was actually a completely fabricated story. So, like, it's fuck you. Not, like, before I'd be like, okay, yeah, whatever. If it, you really got your ass whipped and just blamed it on white people because white people been blaming shit on us for years. I really wouldn't be mad. I wouldn't hold yeah. that against you. <laughs> Like, but for it not to happen at all, all right, yeah, go ahead, get, cancel that nigga, kick him off, and whatever. I ain't watch that shit anyway. Yeah, I know when the shit first came out, I never believed it anyway because he made it like it was a random attack, 
And I'm like, who the fuck? Like, even if these were some racist white people, what racist white people just be walking around Chicago at two in the morning with noose on deck, bleach in their fucking hand, and they got sleep ass just in case they about to do some racist shit, you know what I mean? And then they just so happy to see you and attack you and pour bleach on you and shit. The shit never made sense. So I was like, okay, he lying. He was probably on one of those gay hookup apps. He was supposed to meet up, meet up with some vanilla, some vanilla hey. white boy that he wanted to smash. And, and you then know that nigga named Juicy. His name Juicy on Tinder and shit. <laughs> Juicy <laughs> Smiley. Uh, you know, probably use some catfish picture and then the white dude. You know, right. like, oh, you the nigga from Empire. You know what I mean? I <laughs> you know what I mean? But then, even when the story broke and it was like he set it up, I was like, okay, I guess that's possible. But then when they said he only paid the guys like three thousand dollars, I'm like, three thousand. That's it. I'm like, yo, I don't believe that shit. Cause I'm like, if, if the nigga he couldn't pay me just three thousand, I'm like, bro, you at least you got at least give me ten. But I would have started my price out at twenty five or fifty thousand. You know, you but I would have said he couldn't pay you that. He could pay he his could boyfriend pay... that though. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, he no, couldn't pay. Yeah. Me. He couldn't yeah, pay thousand yeah. to do that shit. But then I saw the video. They got surveillance footage. Of the uh, Nigerians inside of a store buying the news, buying right. the beach and everything, man. I was like, oh man, whatever they say, he did. In the words of my nigga Kanan, he did that <laughs> shit. Guilty as fuck. Nigga, guilty as fuck. Yeah. Guilty as shit. fuck. And you know what, though, man? Like, I don't see how. Wait, I don't see how he thought he was going to get away with this. See, because they like gay people get away with everything, man. So, like. Shut the fuck <laughs> Gay people get away with everything. They you took him real homophobic right now. Gay <laughs> <laughs> people get away with everything. I don't believe that. They do, man. Not they, at they, all, man. They run shit. Nobody expects them. Just like when the story first came out, it didn't make sense. But everybody was believing. I'm like, oh, poor Jussie. Oprah, everybody jumped on the fucking bandwagon. Like, we stand yeah. with you, Jussie. And the story never made sense. It was a stupid-ass story to begin with. Mm. but And people are just saying, I wanted, I wanted to believe that it was true. No, they wanted to not believe a black dude, a gay black man in Trump's America would make up a fucking story like that, knowing the ramifications it would have. I could get behind that. (laughs) Like, no, he wouldn't do that. This shit crazy as fuck, but he wouldn't make that up. He's a gay black man. He's not going to do that to the rest of his people and have all that fucking bullshit be over their head the next time some shit happens to them. He wouldn't do that. So I get that sentiment. And you know what, daddy, like, but look. And his daddy white though, I think. Was he? I didn't know that. I think I'm not hundred percent sure. They mixed him and his sister, because you know his sister, she be doing like his sister was in underground. Oh yeah, I didn't know that. Like, yeah, she was yeah, in Eat by you and she like house. And, uh yeah, she was in it's, temptation and all that. So his like both of them being kind of successful, his sister way more successful, but like, I think they I all got the same. Call being in temptation successful. <laughs> she was on um, she was on um, uh, Full House, man. Yeah, as a little Full kid, house? like yeah, as a kid, yeah, she was on Full oh. House with. Oh, yeah, her right. father is Jewish. Yeah. Oh damn. Mother's oh, African American. Father is Jewish. Yeah. So that look, but look, but look, that's why he's like, gay and Jewish. That was some white people shit to do to lie and make up a crime to try to blame a group of people. That's what white people do. I didn't he gets know I shit. couldn't do that. <laughs> right. <laughs> I mean, crying. I'm surprised. Yeah, Jesse, oh, oh, Justin thought he had white privilege and shit. That's what was going that's on. Exactly. So the fuck did he? He didn't. Damn. Look him. 
long enough. He walked past the mirror and saw that little lighter complexion and thought he was white. And she stayed <laughs> in there five seconds longer and he would have found out he was. <laughs> you watch True Blood. I used to watch True Blood. It's my Did fucking you? show. I love that shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. me too, bro. Like I watched, it, it fell apart the last couple seasons, but I didn't know his name until this shit happened. Like he was just whatever the, I don't even remember his name on Empire. I think yeah. But when I seen his name, like I couldn't help but thinking like just it. Like it, it's how it reminded me of my man off True Blood saying sucky and shit. Like, you know, he sucky. <laughs> I keep expecting him to come through the door and say, Sucky. 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 Like, every time I read that shit, that's how it popped in my head. It was crazy as fuck. But I kind of feel sorry for him because I think this might go deeper, man. I'm going to pull the strings, man. We we, we going to really get into this shit. Yeah, go ahead. I think it was a setup, bro. Like, I think the Empire staff, Lee Daniels, bro. Like, think about it, man. The noose around his neck, them having the bleach. That sound like some shitty-ass Lee Daniels writing, man. The yeah. over-the-top, pound the point into the pavement. He can't just be a racist. He's a Trump-saying-maga-country racist. <laughs> it's maga-country, nigga. <laughs> right. That's some over-the-top Lee Daniels shit, man. Like, I, I, I think he... And he knew he, they wanted to write Jamal off anyway. Like, they, they said it was rumors going around that they was trying to write him off. Like, bro... This yeah. is just the reason to do it. <laughs> like he, he, he might be innocent. Well, you might be on the song. And it makes the and not everybody talking about Empire. Empire. Niggas yep, wasn't talking was... about Empire for the past three years. Right. I don't know, man. I think you might be on to something. Yeah, man. Check that nigga be... phone records, man. <laughs> because because in the this phone. case, what you talking about, Lee this bad press is going to equal success. People going to start back watching exactly. Empire again. Exactly. They want to see him on his last episodes and see how the show is without him. Bad press equals success. Full circle. What do we think? Well, yeah, we felt the same way about young nigga Wave Melly, too, since he's at, he's uh, number one music right now. Nobody had really heard of Mm-hmm. I, I'm a fan. I never would have heard about this dude, bro. But, like, and I don't even like that type of music, but I'm listening to it. I'm like, Okay, like I, I was kind of feeling like bad press equals success. Real and, niggas listen to Blueface, man. And this is <laughs> <laughs> the, the, the Benjamin Franklin on his face ass nigga Blueface. Yeah, so th- <laughs> these are certain cases of bad press equaling success. Like Young Mel, Young W. Melly, no matter how successful he is, he wasn't trying to catch a charge. To become successful, but let the niggas for that Illuminati shit say he sacrificed his friends, like, and you got like Kanye killed his mama and blah blah whatever. But, uh, they say that <laughs> that's a rumor, really, that he killed his that mama. One hundred and he sacrificed his mama. I think Jay Z sacrificed. Uh, what's my man who Emery? Uh, or his, no, no, his nephew. Uh, oh, it's it's yeah. all that shit, bro. Like, so now, the Kanye thing doesn't even make sense. Cause Kanye's been less successful since his mama died. Like, I wouldn't say that. Yes. No, no. <laughs> his mama died. He he had the Yeezys after his mama died. Nobody's wearing. Who you know got some? Bro, them bitches is like they, they for are. For a minute, they was hot for a minute. Nobody's wearing no bitches right now. Yeah, right, right. This second, yeah, that's because they made too many of them. But if they come out and release them, have a limited release, it's gonna be right back. Whatever. But look, so Jussie, he we all know he got set up. 
but that led to the success of Empire. But let's get to the people who are doing it on purpose, like these designers. And I'm, I, I was going back and forth over my mind, in my mind, about if I even wanted to call them out. And uh, I don't know, man, because fuck it, like, fuck it. Burberry. Burberry did the shit with the nooses. The the they made hoodies and you know how the strings come from the hood that you, you, you start know, Burberry. the drawstrings. Cause that's the one that pissed me. That that's the least fucking but I got Burberry frames, man. I told you that before we you know what I mean? Like Exactly, man. And them I'm bitches still, haven't I'm, been cool since middle school, man. <laughs> Burberry was man? making a slight comeback, man, because they had the niggas been wearing Burberry. They had a, they they had a print. A they had their these new shirts where it was like multicolored letters and it would say Burberry of, of London on them. A lot of rappers yeah, was right. wearing that shit. Yeah, you're right. So they were they were making a comeback, man. A slight comeback. They they, they wasn't Gucci level. They'll never be Gucci level, man. But they're but... getting talked about at the same rate as Gucci now. They got that Gucci buzz right now. And that was like the most generic ass white person wearing that shit too. Like it was like a white person out of a video game. Nobody, <laughs> like a creative nobody player, but just a template and shit. Like you ain't made no changes. It's just the first nigga to pop up. <laughs> right, the template. There you go. Nobody That's- even boycotted the shit, man. Greek Freak had a Gucci shirt on at the All Star game. Yeah, people ain't stop wearing Gucci, man. That's why. That's why I'm with Floyd Mayweather, man. I'm not a follower. And oh, you were cool. Whole. <laughs> <laughs> That whole T.I. thing, man, like, he wasn't about unifying people. He was about getting that Floyd for being friendly with his wife. First thing, he come out with a song called Fuck Nigga. (laughs) But Floyd Mayweather with the baklava sweater on. Okay, yeah, facts, 100%. He got at that nigga because he had to whoop his ass for coming to his wife. But at the same time, that don't mean Floyd ain't a coon. (laughs) Oh, man. Not a that nigga went straight to Gucci like, I'm spending thousands here. I don't give a fuck if they got black, they selling blackface shit. Give me three of them sweaters. <laughs> Floyd not a cool man. Floyd is 100% you think they unequivocally watch, you ain't watch football? What about so black what? people that still watch football, man? Yeah, about I don't football no more, man. Boy, I, mean, I ain't start watching football NFL. until they uh, gave Colin Kaepernick his money. And, and Chicago got the, he got the settlement. That's so right. are we good now? When will it be over? Hold on. Is it government? Is it racist government officials or racist motherfuckers that work for the IRS? Oh, are you racist motherfuckers taxes? who work for everybody. I, and do you file exempt on your on your check or are you paying taxes? Every, nigga, I, I follow sovereign citizen. I'm a moron. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck out of here, man. All you niggas pay taxes to the racist ass government, but then want to call Floyd a cool because he's still on the way Gucci. Hey, don't don't nobody pay taxes. They take taxes. Hey, all right, but you can file exempt and they don't take no fucking taxes. And you gotta that. pay them at the end of the year. No, you don't. They don't have to fucking to Wesley, nigga. Large niggas like Wesley, but broke niggas. Or regular niggas, <laughs> they're not coming for you, man. <laughs> that shit pile up, man. Everybody paying taxes to the racist government. Either way, there's some way, somehow, you giving a racist man your money. 
You know what I mean? Because that's just the way this is set up. But I'm actively seeking out to do that. He didn't call me a nigger, and I just said, fuck it, here's (laughs) $6,000. That's what Floyd did. Hey, but Floyd been wearing Gucci. It ain't like he went there. He started wearing Gucci after the shit came out. Right, he, he he's gonna stop. It's because some nigga said, "Let's do a three month ban for a three month boycott." Right? That's it's, it was pointless, man. At the end of the day, no, it wasn't pointless. At the end of the day, at the end of the day, what it was was Ti telling black people, "We are a billion dollar industry." Not only is it the money coming from us, but we decide what's cool. Like, people don't wear shit if we don't wear shit. If we say shit is done, people stop wearing shit. We are the force behind this shit. So if you fuck with us, if you disrespect us, we're going to make you feel it because we have that power. He was trying to empower people. Okay, yeah, but if and that's Floyd the case, said, fuck that. Look, <laughs> right. If that's the case, then let's just say fuck them forever and build our own shit or spin with our own shit that already exists. Let's not. Oh, we okay. They want to do. They're gonna disrespect us. We gonna not wear that shit for three months. Then go back to saying Gucci the shit. Okay, and look, wearing. Look. Gucci. Like, what's the so, point? Yeah, that that's a one hundred percent valid point, and you what can is- make that argument. But you know what that argument isn't? That argument isn't. I'm going to Gucci right now and dropping 10 bands. <laughs> that's bullshit. <laughs> it ain't like Floyd made the announcement and he was intentionally trying to get pressed for them niggas. They found Floyd there and made it found a press. Him. He made a video. They made a video. TMZ yeah. found him. He didn't make a video like, hey, y'all, he, at the Gucci store. Floyd ain't have to say shit to TMZ. He could have walked in, got his shit, and walked out. But he, he wanted it to be known how much he don't give a fuck how white people treat black people. Or how they disrespect him because he's still going to spend his money because he wants the approval. All white people are constantly disrespecting us and we are constantly spending our money with them. Because we don't have a choice because they own most of this shit. Yeah, but one person is saying, here are black brands you can spend with spend your no, money. Oh, one person is saying, hey, hey, wait three months, nigga. Wait till March to buy that shit. Don't buy it right now. Okay. And another nigga saying, no, nigga, I'm not waiting on March. I'm going to buy right now. <laughs> yeah, he's a coon. Right, what's the difference? <laughs> he's a, the, like, one person is saying, look, let's show them our power and hurt them. Three and months then is not after three, wait, a- wait, and wait, wait, let me finish it. Then after three months, because you know the apologies is coming. You like, okay, if you stop buying Gucci, that's not going to, shit, it might. It might sink that company if all the black people said Gucci canceled. But they might be okay. But just like with the uh, with Governor Northam, the black people in that state, like the uh, the black uh, caucus or whatever, a lot of them were saying, "Okay, he fucked up. We can say let's get him the fuck out of here, or we got him by the balls. We can make him." work for us and we can make him be beneficial to our community and use his fuck up as a opportunity to get some shit for us and our people that's what that three month shit is like what are you gonna do how are you gonna make this right if they don't you can always say fuck it we done fuck the three, yeah. month. the three months is now forever but it could have went the other way if you ain't had niggas like Floyd talk about fuck the band, give Gucci your money. <laughs> <laughs> I love Gucci. Listen, give me all the blackface shit. If T.I. was so much about the black community and black power, 
then why he why why Giannis honored the Kumpo and get a district? Why the Greek freak ain't get a district? Because of that, he was still wearing Gucci. And it was all it's for Soulja Boy. Soldier Boy said he was gonna boycott Gucci. He's still taking pictures on Instagram right now with his Gucci bag. He's still wearing the so, shit that so, he already Soulja got. Boy ain't got he, he needed to diss them niggas too. Where they fuck niggas track set. Why hey, only he got one? Soldier Boy to go. You know he getting his tattoo removed. He just I mean, that's the realest shit you could do. He getting his tattoo removed. See, I don't give a fuck about me. I don't give a fuck about you. He mad that man fucked his wife and used this as an excuse to diss that man. Yeah, he was getting that diss track regardless, but T.I. still's in the writing floor. That shit been wrote. That's he been had that shit written. That shit was written 10 months ago. But <laughs> I was like, oh, I can release this shit now. Let me just throw Gucci in. <laughs> Facts. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that shit was not new, but he had that shit in the tuck. <laughs> he been waiting well, for that shit. <laughs> oh shit. Uh Firefest shit, man. That shit's back in the news cause good Ooh. old Ja Rule, the um was he a spoke the spokesman for it? And I can't go without you. He was the uh he was that nigga. Yeah. Yeah, until he went in Milwaukee and tried to perform. <laughs> exactly. You see that video? <laughs> oh, yeah. What happened? That shit was sad, bro. They said this is 90s night. So they brought out a 2000 artist. <laughs> but my album came out in 99, so I guess that counts. Sanchez, we ready? <laughs> Are we ready? He did the long ass ready too. <laughs> I guess I not. <laughs> oh, oh shit. Oh Jai, man. Come on, Jai. Yeah, that's all bad. That's all Wait, bad. Let me let me find the fire and fresh shit though. I got my new platform. I yeah, I saw that. Branded and rebuilt, and it's a, an amazing platform, and it's for artists. You know, to, to is it like fire? Is it like, is it like that app? It's, it's, it is kind of similar to what the app was, but kind of similar. The app was very, it was separate from the festival. The festival. Yeah. Different teams working on the app, then the festival, and the whole, or the whole night. Man, if, if I was you, why would you try to do Firefest again? Just because the <laughs> city, like, it's almost the most famous festival, more famous than, say, Coachella, because everyone hears about it. It is the most iconic festival that never was. Totally. So, oh, you could I have plans to create the iconic music festival. But you hear from me. Oh, <laughs> damn. All right, so... Basically, he was uh, TMZ caught him, and he was talking uh, about his new app. The TMZ guy was, "Why don't you do it again? Because it was the most iconic festival, and because everybody's know knows about it. it's more famous than Coachella. Because bad press equals success." Yeah. And his app is called Icon. He said, "Yeah, you know, um, I have been thinking about and peep the words he used. He used a uh, iconic festival." Like Fire Festival, Icon App, Iconic Festival. Come, you doing the exact same shit. You 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 doing the same hustle. Like you doubling down. You gotta respect it. If these white motherfuckers give him his money, he deserves it because he earned it at this point. To do mm-hmm. that bullshit and come back and still get them to buy in, you earned that. Like no jail time. Like nah, <laughs> that's a donation as far as I'm concerned. Absolutely, we gonna clap back. 
We gonna clap back. <laughs> yeah, man. Oh, Think it's great. Go ahead, John. Go ahead, man. No, I'm saying I think it's great, man. I hope it's it's a success for him because he was um he was the uh the the angel in this whole situation, man. He was the one that was duped, and this guy took advantage of his celebrity. No, he didn't. So now <laughs> it's now now it would be good to see Jairo be successful, man. After all the the hits his career has taken. So you know, I, I'm not going to that festival. But, I'm not um, wishing success on him. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not doing it. I'm not wishing failure on him either. I'm saying if right. he does succeed, I'm not gonna be mad. But I'm not wishing success for him. You, you, you can't say you don't deserve it if you get these motherfuckers to give you that money. That is an honest hustle. It's an honest hustle. You know how they say it's cold. It's it's cold to the streets and like. Honor among thieves and all that bullshit. Like, I, I feel like this is that kind of situation. Like, if you get these rich white motherfuckers to do it again, man, you earned that shit. As far as I'm, like, you should pay taxes on it. <laughs> like, that's how I feel about it. Yeah, I don't think Fifty will let it live though, man. Because Fifty's that petty. After all these years, if he does reach success with it, Fifty's definitely gonna try to tear it down. Oh, 100%. Oddly <laughs> enough, I haven't heard uh, 50 Cent's take on any of this. Have y'all? You probably oh, haven't heard of Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> like, I'm sure he said some, some shit here and there. Like, nothing off the top of my head, though. Ja Rule ain't catching headlines, man. So, he probably, mm-hmm. as soon as he find out. Like, All right, let's talk more about some bad press. <laughs> and... This next one, uh, it's really, really bad press for the company, but good press for some other people in some other ways. Uh, y'all might know what I'm talking about right now. It's the Nike shit with Zion Woods. Lou, I'm going to let you get into that. Yeah, so Zion Williamson, who's probably been scouted since he was eight been given free sneakers and everything probably since he was nine. Nike's probably been sending him free shit for whoever knows how long, uh, grooming him to get this big shoe deal once he goes into the draft next year. He was wearing one of the Nike uh, Nike shoes that uh, Duke has, and he no, tried to do PG-13. a crossover. It was the PG third. So these are Paul George's shoes. Okay. Ironically, because Paul George, he had a catastrophic uh, leg injury where he like broke his shit completely off. But like, I just found that a little bit funny. But go ahead. Yeah, during uh, the Olympic trials or whatever. Uh, what was that four or five years ago? But yeah, so his shoe busted wide open after he was trying to make a, a, a sharp stop on a crossover. Um, so this called into question several things, man. It called into question, um, you know, slate was it sweatshop mm-hmm. labor where it's like, hey, so what if a $12 shoe that you charge $200 for is still a $12 shoe is a meme I saw. Uh, but it's also calling into question the whole notion of basketball players, uh, having to play one year in the NCAA 
football players having to play what to like their junior year before mm-hmm. they're eligible for the NFL and, and all the risks that these players that are making so much money for these schools put on themselves before they're able to cash in on their talent in comparison to say, if you're good at tennis, you could go pro at whatever age, 15. If you're good at mm-hmm. baseball, you can go pro at 18. If you're good at hockey, you could go pro at 18. But only the sports that are the most lucrative, that are predominantly played by African-American players, do we have these rules where the NCAA got to get theirs. All right, let, let me uh, jump in real quick because it, it, it gets even deeper than that because it's not just the major professional leagues that the scales are kind of tipped. What's even more messed up is when you look back at the reasons why and some of the reasons why are in the NCAA, you'll have maybe a school with 15, 20 different sports, 50 different activities, but all those activities are funded by two sports, Mm -hmm. the predominantly black ones, the football, the basketball. That's what fuels, it's, it's a multi-billion dollar industry that they use, they use the talent of these, these kids to fund their entire schools and they're in cahoots with the professional leagues because they're saying we need them to stay so we're gonna, they're gonna adjust their rules to make it harder for them to come out and be a professional like you would if you played hockey like you would if you played baseball. And not only that, they they get it doubled down because you might go to the NFL and then you don't even get a guaranteed contract. You might play for three years out of a five-year contract, blow your knee out, and they just don't have to pay you. They just cut you, cancel that contract. Or it could be even the first year. You, You blow your knee out and that's it. You just done. Like, we're not paying you anymore. It's crazy, bro. And this is one of the things, like the NBA, it used to be, if you're 18, you could enter in. But they changed that rule and said you had to play. Uh, did they raise it up to two years? No, it's just, no, it's you have to be one year out of high school. I, I know that's it now, but wasn't it two years at a certain point? No, not, not that I can recall. They was talking about, they was talking about taking it okay. up there, but they didn't. Okay. Well, yeah, so you got the one and dones, and what that did was, it kind of destroyed the parity in college basketball because you get the top recruits who know they're they're good enough to go to the NBA right now, but they have to go to college. So they're going, they're clicking up with their friends and going to one school, and it's a select number of schools that get those players. It's probably 10, 15 schools to get all the best players for one year and just recycle and recycle and recycle. But correction, um, you don't have to go to college. There have been uh, some players, Brandon Jennings in particular, that went and played over in Europe for a year. But a lot, which I would would imagine a lot of players would do because you get paid and you're playing against professional-level talent. But he didn't start the trend that I thought he was going to start. Yeah, me too. I I thought that was going to catch on. And the the other thing, though, the NBA kind of was flirting with, and uh, I think that uh, what what was it, Levar Ball? I think he had a league too, the JBA but, league, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That that could have been like the the Drew or, or the Drew League or uh, the G League, like you Development can have league. that. Yeah, you you can have that 
instead of college. If somebody knows they only going to go for one year, what's the point? If you're not going there to get your degree, what's the point? You know what the Where point you- is. The point is the fa- that that North Carolina versus Duke game, the cheapest ticket in that house was $3,000. That, oh. that people are buying number, they're buying Duke jerseys with the number one on it for 50 fucking dollars. They got video games with probably got the likeness of Zion Williamson in the game, ranked at like 99 overall. People are buying the game so they can play him as a Duke player. That's the point of it. So the and NCAA you know gets theirs. That's the only point of it. And you know what? They'll be playing him in the game, and they don't even put the players' names right. in the game because they would have to pay him if they use their names. They can't put their names in, and you're not allowed to make money off your name. Like, he can't go on a radio show or go sign autographs. If if they find out he did that, he loses his scholarship. That's what they try to give Anzel for, signing autographs. They don't kind of right. take his highs. But, but you're making billions of dollars off of him, but – he can't go get a job to pay for his food and play for his clothes and stuff. Like, come on. Even if somebody, like, if his mother gets a gift from somebody, like, that's. Uh, it's an extra awesome pop blossom at right. Outback Steakhouse because she's <laughs> Williams' mother. That shit happened, man. He gotta, they got to forfeit every fucking win for the last 15 years. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> but you know what, man? Like, I. What did Hov say? Just, just, just leave it with what did Hov say? Put the NCAA nigga. Let a young nigga get paid nigga. You know that that clip is dropping right there. <laughs> oh, yeah. And then also, did you guys uh, see that um, that LeBron James documentary did on HBO? So, um, yeah. So, LeBron did an, uh, a documentary on HBO called Student Athlete. Um, oh, okay. It's basically a documentary showing... Even if you are the player that's destined to go to the NBA, you're still somebody who's not given a, a, an opportunity to, to actually take school seriously and get a degree. You're, they're shuffling in between classes, going to mm-hmm. four or five practices a day on the road, you know, 80% of the semester. So you're not even put in a position where you can take your education seriously if you're on a Division One. Uh, team right. and you're just a starter and you know granted like a small percentage of anybody that's in NCAA is going to make it to the NBA but exactly. just showing that that shit ain't where it's at they get injured they don't have insurance uh-huh. you know they just just fucked up man NCAA some bullshit yeah shout out to LeBron shout out to LeBron for that man because I'm I'm a, a huge LeBron hater you know man, as far as mm-hmm. how to plays basketball on the court, but you know, a lot of his off court shit I agree with. And shout out to LeBron for making that documentary because LeBron didn't even go to college. So like he doesn't know this firsthand. Right. But this is him outside looking in and recognizing that something's wrong and then trying to bring light to it, man. So Yeah, like that to LeBron for that, man. Shout the fuck out because it it takes a I'm not even gonna say a special kind of person, but it it shows your character as a person where you could be recruited from middle school. No question you're not going to college and you know you're going to be the number one pick. You didn't have to deal with none of that bullshit. But you, for you still to fight for the people who have to go through it, it's almost like he's the opposite of Floyd Mayweather. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> 
But uh, you know, just yeah. in, in all fairness, he, yeah, he, he is he the opposite. Him. Hold on, hold on. He is the opposite of Floyd Mayweather. Floyd Mayweather never lost. Never lost. LeBron loses all the time. <laughs> <laughs> well, so, so I mean, he's he kind of feel maybe feels lucky that he didn't have to do that one year because he just happened to be coming to the league before that rule be, came into play. Yeah, he didn't need to, man. LeBron was just like Zion, man. He was a man amongst boys. You know what I mean? He kind of the same way in the league. Like, can't nobody check him. Can't nobody stop him. He's bigger, stronger, faster than everybody. He didn't. Yeah. You know what I mean, it's a lot of players didn't need to go to college. You know what I mean? Could have came straight out of high school. Kevin Durant, another one. You know what I mean? But uh, let me touch on this, though, man, because y'all, the football thing about players – not being able to come out of high school from football, to me, that's a good thing because the foot, NFL's a whole nother animal, man. You're talking about real grown men with real grown uh, man strength who get paid to hit you. You know what I mean? If you coming into the NFL with that little 18-year-old body that ain't all the way grown up yet, unless you built like Zion Williamson or exactly. LeBron James, like you, you exactly. going to get hurt. You need to go to college. But, well, no, no. The wait, point is, it should though. be a rule. Those people wouldn't, they wouldn't cut it. You you would try out for the team and you would get cut. Like, you wouldn't make it. if. But Zion, you put him at tight end, he's destroying the league. You put him at linebacker, you put LeBron at tight end, like, can't nobody check them. Like, they, they lead the league historically. So, don't give me the, oh, 18-year-olds are smaller. Because not everybody... Yeah, you're right. The majority of them wouldn't be able to do it, but those people wouldn't make the cut, and they would shuffle themselves out right. just like every other sport. Yeah, you're right. And they Asian would advise them not to go to Exactly. The, 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 the option should just be there on the table. Period, exactly. But to, to qualify. Yeah, so thanks for locking in with Anthropology. Like I said, we're hitting y'all with back-to-back episodes this week. Keep it locked as always. It's Louis Newton, Bell Furious, and Lou Money, the Silk Man, Mind and Mind and Culture, and uh, give you things you can talk about at the water cooler so you can sound cooler than the next man. <laughs> All right, man. Peace. Peace.